to the podcast. I'm Junior K. Kuweva Jr. This is the Law of Attraction Comedy Podcast. A lot of people, you know, they, they ask me, like, they, they send the message to jrkjr.com. So you can actually go there and you can submit a voice recording. And um, I get, I get like, maybe three or four a week. And um, so one of the questions was, like, uh, what's a comedy Law of Attraction podcast? We never heard of that. Uh, well, it's just that, you know, I, I do things in a funny way because... I don't want it to be boring, right? So um, so we call it a comedy, you know, Law of Attraction comedy podcast. It's not jokes about the Law of Attraction or anything. It's just a funny podcast that, you know, is presented in, in good humor and everything, uh, along with experiences uh, from my life, which are equated to the Law of Attraction. Now, here's how it works, okay? Um, oh, but before we do that, right? The attitude of gratitude, Hawaiians, there you go. All right, so we want to say thank you. Uh, a new country that we have is Spain, okay? Um, Spain is our latest country. So I want to say thank you to the people of Spain tuning in. Now, since we have revamped the podcast, uh, Jay, Jay, <laughs> Jay's my producer, and he goes, you know, um, okay, so you have to tell your story first. You have to do it, you know. So we did everything by the book the way he does it because if it was me, I'd just jam, right? Um, and as a result, okay, Here's the stats that are different. Apple Podcasts are down to 52%. Okay, they used to be like 85%, which is what he's what Jay's telling me is that okay, because you were only being heard really on that podcast, on Apple Podcasts, people with iPhones, right? But now here's the thing, right? Spotify is 16%, used to be 14. Okay, web browsers are up to 9%. They were like 1%. Okay, iHeartRadio used to be 2%, it's now 8%, Anchor is 3%, Other is 12%. So the Other, the 12%, those are other apps, uh, like Tune, we're on TuneIn app, we're on, we're on almost practically everything. Everywhere you can get, uh, we're on Breaker, that's another one. Uh, anywhere you can get podcasts, uh, we're there. Thanks to Jay. Thank you very much, Jay. Uh, also, our uh, so our, our uh, demographics are twenty three to dead, basically. But here's the interesting thing, okay? Females were always like twenty percent, right? Okay, so now males are sixty eight percent. Females are thirty two percent. Welcome, ladies. <laughs> so, ladies are in the house. All right. Now on with the podcast. So the law of attraction, right? The thing that people don't understand. This is not like a magical mystical thing okay this is not this is built into every human being it's called the subconscious mind that's what it is very simple okay now your subconscious if you want a book on it i will send it to you okay it's in pdf form i will send it to you all you got to do is go to jrkjr.com email me or you can go uh direct to my email here for you usa at gmail.com and i will send you a copy so you can learn how to do this stuff okay uh, yeah you got to have a good mindset you have to you know uh be positive all that kind of stuff right the, the positive thing uh to me <clears throat> especially recently right in society everybody oh you got to be positive got to be positive okay um you can't fake positive. What you need to do is you need to make steps in your life to get you to that state of being or to a, a raised frequency. And you're going to find that when you're at a raised frequency or higher vibration, what happens is you attract like bigger things, better things, better people, uh, better friends or acquaintances or what, whatever it is for you, better relationship, all of those things. And it all starts with your 
your frame of mind, okay? Now, your subconscious mind is different because your subconscious mind is, you know, think of it as your hard drive, okay? You're, you're, and I always give this analogy because so many people are on computers now, especially young people. Uh, and this, you know, this podcast is for everybody, but I aim it at young people because they need to know these things, okay? Because if you know, the earlier you know these things in life, the better your life will be. You know, and and I had my first mentor was my uncle at age 13, right, pumping me full of this information. And at that time, I wasn't ready. Okay, but it went into my memory. So if you're listening to the podcast now and you're like, you know, 20, 22 and you're out there having fun and, you know, like we say in Hawaii, making any kind. Okay, if you're just making a you just, you know, having fun with your life, right, discovering life, that kind of thing. You're probably not going to want to put this into practice right now. But when you're 30, okay, maybe 28, for me, it started happening around 28. Because up until 28, my life was like ultimate chaos. Like, you, I can't even tell you. But the information stays in your memory, okay? And then it starts to come out as needed. Or let's say when you're ready for it. Or let's say when you want to employ that knowledge. Okay, so anyway, but... Now, the law of attraction happens whether you are aware of it or not. Okay, it came out in, in Rhonda Byrne's book, The Secret, that was, that was a, a major release or, uh, let's say, awareness uh, to the law of attraction. But the law of attraction has been around like for, for centuries. And people always knew this, right? But the reason why it's, you know, kind of mystical and whatever is because of the branding. Okay, now this is, is commercial branding. The law of attraction, right? The secret, okay. Um, it, it, the secret is a brand, okay? Because people, you know, tell me, oh, are you, are you using the secret? You know, they look at my car, they look at my house, they look at all these things to go, oh, are you using the secret? And I am like, well, it's not a secret. And, and no, I'm not using Rhonda Burns brand, but, but this is, uh, I mean, you know, you can go back with this thing. You can go back to, uh, Oh my gosh, you can go back to uh, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. You could go even farther back, okay? I mean, you can, all the thought leaders, you, you, Dr. Wayne Dyer. I mean, you could, you could just, I can name them, Bob Proctor. I studied Bob Proctor uh, and Dr. Wayne Dyer uh, many, many, many years ago. And um, when YouTube first came on, right, everybody's all excited and everybody started teaching on YouTube and stuff. And, and I was one of the learners. And these principles, right? Now, you see the, uh, there's this quote. There's this quote that I put up on Facebook. And um, let me let me go in. I want to get this quote right and give it to you properly, okay? So the, the quote was, uh, uh, I, have it, I have it here. Hang on. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Uh, Mark Twain, Mark Twain once said, never tell the truth to people who are not worthy of it. Okay, that was a true, uh, a true quote by Mark Twain. Now, um, I just happened to put that up on Facebook today because, you know, there's the, the, there's this, there's two kinds of uh, sets of, of uh, atmospheres for you, right? There's work and there's home. In the home environment, things are different, right? When you go to work, you put on your work face or game face or whatever they call it, right? Now, the people that know you at work or know, you know, whatever, they, they know you at work or how you are at work or, or whatever. Uh, that's one that's one set of stuff. Now, at home, it, it's totally different, right? Now, with your friends and family, which are the most 
uh, I want to say damaging to your uh, to your whole deal. Okay, um, advice from friends and family will probably derail you faster than anything. Coworkers are just coworkers. You know, years ago I made the mistake of thinking that coworkers uh, were actually friends at one point. And I was working at this ethnic station. It was uh, way back in the day. And I was a production director working, uh, making audio for television and, you know, uh, radio commercials all day long. And um, and I started to like certain people uh, in the organization, in, in the, you know, in the radio stations. There were three radio stations. And so and I started to like these guys. And pretty soon, I mean, working there year after year, right? I, I worked there for, I think five years, something, four or five years, something like that. And, you know, over the period of time, you begin to consider them friends because, well, they, you know, they're nice to you, right? And then you're nice to them and, you know, um, and there were a couple of really sincere people uh, that I made friends with, okay? But there were tons more that I thought were friends because they were cordial and they were nice to me and I was nice to them. And so I thought, you know, oh, well, I could count on them as a friend or or whatever. It, it wasn't like I needed anything or anything like that. I just thought that they were friends. And um, I mean, because because you would think that, right? <clears throat> Wrong. OK, <laughs> so no, you might. Well, you might think that. OK, but that's not the way it is. Never mistake co-workers. OK, for friends, unless they truly are friends. OK. And, you know, I've uh, along the way. I mean, at, at, in those days, I used the, the term friend very loosely you know they, everybody oh yeah that's my friend yeah that's my friend over there and then i started going no you know what this is uh, the definition of friend is is a little different because there's friends and there's acquaintances and then there's colleagues and the colleagues are people that you work with acquaintances are just people you know hello and goodbye and they know your face you know their face and you see them and whatever friends are a very special people and um in, in my life, I have um, come to realize, right, you know, when I look back, right, I go, okay, how many guys could I really count on? Like, how many guys were sincerely interested in me as a friend? And how many guys just looked at me as an acquaintance? And you know what? You have to hold yourself accountable and you have to evaluate because if you don't evaluate your life and if you don't take, you know, what we call uh, in the digital world, okay, we, we do... Uh, an evaluation of sorts, okay, and um, what we what we call it an audit. We call it an audit, and so we'll go audit a website, or we'll go audit a sales funnel, we'll go audit something, right? And that means we go into it and we evaluate like every single thing about it, and we can tell you, you know, who's full of crap and and who's got a solid sales funnel or who has a solid working website. I mean, it's stuff like that, right? So it's the same thing in real life, okay? You have to take an audit, but not of other people. You have to take an audit of yourself. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because if you don't keep an, an accurate audit of yourself, you don't know where you're going, okay? And you will just kind of, you know, like a rudderless boat, right? Just going like in any direction. And you will lack focus, now, you really need to focus, okay? And you need to focus on what your life uh, should be like or what you want it to be like or what you wish it was like or what you, you know, just your desire, okay? Now, desire drives everything, 
okay? And you have to have that desire and you have to create goals and you have to be systematic about a certain number of things. At the top, I mean at the top of the list, like the top five things you have to be systematic about. And it's the way that you do things, okay? So I'm not here to, you know, teach class, but <laughs> I mean, if you want that, jrkjr.com and you know, or go to the go to the website and book uh, direct from you know hereforyou.live. But uh, the the thing about it is, right? There are certain fundament uh, certain fundamental principles that you need to follow, okay, in order to be a success in anything. I don't care what it is. If um, <clears throat> if you're just doing something aimlessly, like like no no target, you're not aiming for anything specific then that's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get nothing specific, okay? And people wonder, like, how come this never works? How come this never... It doesn't work because you don't have structure. You need structure, okay? How are you going to get uh, from point A to point B, okay? So that's a big question, how? And I got to tell you, the how is God's job. It's not your job. There's a lot of people that sit around, right? Before they take any action on something... They're trying to figure out in their head, okay, how is this going to work, right? And then, and then they go, cool, well, okay, it's going to be like this from step one, step two, step three, step four, whatever. They plan it out methodically. And then they, because they have the goal, right? They have the goal. Because they have that goal, they'll achieve the goal. But then nothing will go according to plan, right? And, and then they sit around and go, oh, man, why is this? Why is this? Uh, like this I thought I was gonna you know do this do this do this but if the goal turns out right never mind the steps so I don't even I don't even plan steps anymore not at all okay the only the only steps I take is visualize okay I write it I speak it and it happens it just it just happens so affirmations right in addition to those things those three things is meditation and prayer that's it and that's all you need Meditation is very, very important. It's a vibrational timeout. Okay, much like a nap is vibrational timeouts. And naps are good too. Uh, you'd be surprised what happens. Because when you're exerting energy towards a goal, okay, like efforting, right? You're, you're doing something, you're working towards a goal, working towards, you're pushing towards a goal. Okay, if you don't take a timeout, okay, in other words, if you don't, if you don't take a few steps and then rest, take a few steps and then okay that's it in in my house it's called mouse down i have my office it's on the fifth floor of my house and i sit in the corner and i and i work okay this morning i started work at three o'clock okay and and it was like go 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 so three four five then it was mouse down okay so when i I have these alerts that i set and it says mouse down and that means okay put down the mouse close the laptop right shut, shut off the light whatever whatever it is and on to the next thing or rest or you know whatever the next thing is okay and there's a there's a morning system that I go through and it consists of of many different elements and I go through all of them right and right so I'm I'm up at three I'm working like all through the early morning stuff like that right then I get to about like I don't know 10 11 sometimes one o'clock and it's time for the nap, okay? 
because it's not it's not because I'm you know trying to stay young or whatever and I mean you know I hardly have gray hair I have no gray roots I mean you know only on the side Hawaiians only on the side okay and you guys are all Hawaiians I know people in Spain right now they're going Hawaiians no we're in Spain <laughs> like we're Spanish no 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 so everybody listening to the podcast is Hawaiians why are you listening and then when you're done or when the podcast is over okay you go back to being Spaniards or whatever whoever you are okay <laughs> But anyway, um, and we have, uh, so now 54 countries uh, tuning in. Thank you very much, Spain. Uh, so anyway, but, but the law of attraction will happen, okay, whether you think it does or not. Because when you produce a negative action, okay, um, and, you know, we're, we've got to go back to Sir Isaac Newton, right? So when you go back to producing a negative action, right, negative happens. Then you produce a positive action. Now, these actions happen all day long. Okay, and and sometimes you know it's a thought. Sometimes it's you know like like you growl like a dog. Sometimes you know that guy you know or or whatever, right? Uh, the boss tells you something, you get mad at the boss. Or you you know you think those thoughts, right? Okay, so then you receive that, and many people don't make the connection. Okay, that when you do something in the morning, and something falls through in the afternoon, okay, you don't make the connection. You don't put it together. You don't put together like, well, this morning uh, I yelled at the girl at the store, you know, lost my temper because she got something wrong or whatever. And then then when, you know, this afternoon when I uh, checked my email, I had a cancellation. You know, I lost some money or whatever. You know, I'm just giving examples. But uh, something good happens in the morning. You do something good in the morning. In the afternoon, you get the reward. And I'm not saying it, it always happens like this. I'm just saying when these things happen, people don't make the connection. Okay, when you help somebody, say, say you give somebody money in the morning, right? There's been so many mornings in my life where I buy people coffee, like at random. You know, I'll, I'll go into Starbucks. If I see somebody in, the, in a military uniform, right, I will comp their order. I will, I will go and, I'll, you know, put my card inside or tell the girl, no, no, it's okay. You know, I signal them right now, yeah, put them on mine. And I mean, that kind of thing, right? Now, that's out of gratitude. That's out of gratitude because these people are fighting for us. Uh, we're protecting us or looking out for us or, the, you know, that kind of thing, right? Um, so in, in my world, military people are very special. Uh, same thing with firemen, policemen, ambulance workers. So I, I do that for these people, right? Um, just, just to help out. I was with my mom one day and um, <laughs> I was with my mom. And she doesn't know that I do this, right? And so we were in a restaurant. Uh, it was a small takeout plate. We were ordering plate lunches. Uh, and uh, if you're not familiar with Hawaii, a plate lunch is just, you know, uh, so it comes in this little uh, cardboard box kind of thing. And, and you go into the restaurant and it's like a hamburger and rice. And I mean, that kind of thing, right? It's a, it's a plate lunch kind of thing. And so anyway, so these military people came in, like three of them. And they ordered their lunch, right? And my mom sees this. And we're waiting for our order. And she steps over to the counter. And she pays for, like, all three lunches, drinks, everything. Like, whatever they ordered. She paid for the whole thing. And I'm like, whoa. That that, that was that was a topper, right? Because she just taught me, right? I've, you know, I've, I have not done that, okay? I, I, do, I do coffee. I do whatever. Starbucks, right? And she did this in the plate lunch place. And I, I was proud of her. I was really proud. I was like, yeah, that's my mom. You know, because she did that, 
right? Now, it could have been in Starbucks. I would have still been, yeah, that's my mom, you know? But this is, this is um, an example of, of uh, things that are hereditary in people, you know? So you are the expression of your parents. So I heard this guy on uh, social media the other day. Uh, what is it? Grant Cardone. I think it was Grant Cardone who said this. And Grant Cardone said, if you're poor, then you're going to stay poor. If, if you were, you know, the, the odds of you becoming successful if you're born poor uh, is very slim. Okay. But this is what he's talking about. So I'm going to use the analogy of my mom. See, my mom is like that. I, I had no idea. I had no idea she does that, right? But I was standing there and she did that and I go, wow. And when we walked out, I said, you know, my, I know I'm a big dog like you, but, uh, you know, I take care of people in Starbucks, you know, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, and, and my mom laughed, you know, she, we joked about it. But, um, you see, it came down in the gene pool. Now that's based upon the fact that all cells have memory. You are not a reflection of your parents. Remember in the old days they used to say that, right? You better behave when you're out there, man, whatever. You're a reflection on me. <laughs> you know, parents used to say that, right? That that happened. My mom said that. That that happened in my house. Okay. But you are I grew up thinking that until a certain age. And when I started getting into all this stuff at, you know, around 28 years old, I started learning this stuff. And I go, no, no, no. We're not reflections of our parents. We are expressions of our parents. Okay. So, you know how you take a look at the five people, you know, they say that, right? You look at the five people that you hang out with and I'll tell you who you are, right? Or I'll tell you your future, okay? Um, and that's not why I, you know, don't hang. I don't hang because of a time thing, right? So, I'd rather spend my time building. I'd rather spend my time doing something productive, than just like hanging at a bar or whatever. But I've done that. You know, I, I, I go once in a while, you know, but the times that I go versus the times that I don't are very slim. Like, you know, uh, even, even back in the day when I had to go do a lot of public things to make appearances for stuff and, you know, that kind of stuff, um, entertainment stuff or radio stuff or television stuff, um, that was very limited. Um, because, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that I, didn't like it although I thought it was a little cheesy I thought it was a little plastic and so um you know I didn't really kind of fit in I never fit in never ever fit in because I wasn't that kind of person right but I wanted to do that kind of work because I love that kind of work right? I love making people laugh I, I love doing what I'm doing right uh as far as the entertainment thing you know I love singing I love playing music I love I love joking I love making people laugh all of that stuff so I wanted to do that stuff okay but I didn't fit in with the people themselves and and this is the thing you know and clicks happen because you get you know like attracts like and then clicks form right so every there's a click everywhere and i just chose not to be a part of a click because to me right um the way i looked at it it's just it's just me it's not a judgment against clicks or anything but if you are a part of a click okay you become responsible to the click after a while Okay, especially if they're doing things for you or if you're, I don't know, making any advancements uh, on, you know, or let's say because of the click. Right. And so I, I never saw the value in that 
because I'm like, no, you know what? I have a life path, right? And this is something that you need to uh, discover for yourself and check out. Okay, you have a life path. Now, nobody can steer you off your life path at all. And if you use the law of attraction, so so what we want to say is deliberate use of the law of attraction, because it'll happen whether you think so or not, right? You do something bad, right? Something bad going to happen to you. You do something good, something good going to happen to you, whatever. And, and when that happens, and in the course of the day, you do so many negative actions and you do so many positive actions. All you need to do is cross the line by 1%, 51% positive. That's all you need to do. Nobody's going to be 80% positive, right? I remember, I remember this one guy. He was like always on. He was like always like, hey, how's it? How's it? You know, he was always on. Uh, in, in Hawaii, uh, how's it? How's it means how is it? You know, like how are you doing? Like that kind of thing. So, but, it, but he was always on, right? And here's the thing about the law of attraction, though. It's not about what you're projecting as far as you trying to put on a show for other people because it's not like that i mean trust me show business is called show business because it's a show the people behind the mask or the people behind the scenes that are actually you know when they go home like to their families the people okay very different <laughs> very different because we get to know these guys right and then we see the the true person because they get tested you know, we see the true person when they get tested by drama or when they get tested by adversity or when they get tested by something, you know, that they got to go through. Right. Everybody. Everybody has to. But that's when you see the real person. And that's when you go, oh, OK, it's not like that, uh, because, you know, I, I had heroes. I had tons of heroes and I was so um, I want to say grateful in my life to meet my heroes that I had as a kid here locally in Hawaii. And, and sometimes when I met my heroes, like, they were, yeah, they were my heroes. And sometimes when I met my heroes, there were things about my heroes that I go, oh, I wish I didn't see that. No, God, you, you know what? Because it does, it does tarnish that image in your head. Because the image in your head is on the show part of things right so if you're watching tv right you see that image if you're listening to the radio you hear that image if if you're uh, watching a performer perform in a club or you see that image and then when you see the real guy and the the real habits and the real traits you can go oh geez i wish wish i didn't see that you know what i mean so so anyway but that's that's the the law of attraction you only have to do one percent over the line okay you only have to be 51 percent positive it's impossible to yeah you can't do 100 you can't you can't even you can't even try to do that i mean that's unrealistic mm -hmm. so when you start to get into the law of attraction it's about it's about deliberately controlling it it's about being aware it's about being in a state of awareness where you can go okay I'm going to I'm going to plan on doing this. I'm going to plan to do this. I'm going to plan to to be positive. So you can project anything you want. You can put on any game face you want, okay? But the law of attraction is reacting to who you are. Okay? And that's that that expression of of coming down the gene pool, okay? And that that's why when I saw my mom do that, you know, when I saw my mom do that, I'm like, "Wow." I do that all the time, you know, smaller stuff, but yeah, I do it. And so that's the expression. Okay. And, and then another example I have is my son. Okay. Now I don't know my grandson. Um, 
that's another podcast <laughs> that actually is not a podcast but I'm just saying but but uh, my son right when my when I met my son he was he was uh, five years old right I took care of him till 18 months and then his mom took him and then he came back and then he was five and we had a like this uh, I want to call it a dream summer it was good fun it was we bought toys every single day we did all kinds of stuff right and and he was he was my he rode shotgun in the car he was my main man when he came back when he was 16 right i didn't see him till 16 so his mom wouldn't let him come back it's it's just you know family drama so he came back at 16 and i noticed all of these things that i didn't like about me that popped up in him that i would i would you know it it's really it's it's not that i didn't like it in me it's like i knew i had these bad traits okay and I saw these bad traits because because I suffered from these bad traits, right? I did things with these bad traits that got me bad results, that, that brought bad stuff, right? And I saw them in my son and I go, oh my God. You know, it's not because, you know, I don't, I don't like them, you know, therefore I don't like my son kind of thing. It's not that. I love my son, right? I can't talk to my son, but I love my son, right? But the thing is, when I saw it, I'm like, oh no. Like he's got it, you know. It's it's almost like a, it's almost like a hereditary disease, right? It's like, oh no, he's got my bad habits, and because he has my bad habits, or because he had my bad habits at the time, or be, because I saw it at that time, right? I'm like, oh man, this guy gonna have a hard time if he doesn't overcome this, because I know because I had to overcome it, right? But when you're, you know, you can't when you're a dad, you can't say this kind of stuff to your kids. They don't listen to you. Okay, I've worked with kids for 33 years. I've been a teacher for 33 years. And I can tell you that the parents used me in, in um, many, many scenarios, in many ways to get the message across to their kids because they wouldn't listen to them. Here's why kids don't listen to you. Kids don't listen to you because they live in the same house as you. They live with you all the time. They see right through you and they see you making mistakes. There you go. So your credibility goes right down the drain. Okay. But when you're not in the family, when you're an outsider, even an uncle or an auntie, even, even if you're in the family, but you're not around the family, then you have a chance, you know? So, but anyway, getting back to the expression part, you are an expression of your parents. Now, can you change that, that those habits? Of course you can. But you need to change your paradigm in your subconscious, okay? Now, this is where the law of attraction, a lot of people make a fundamental mistake uh, in interpreting it, okay? It's nothing more than your subconscious. Your subconscious mind will actually help you achieve your goals, will actually bring everything into existence for you, okay? Because, yes, God is real, okay? Don't, don't get me wrong, Hawaiians. God is real. We're going to talk about church on another podcast because church, on the other hand, is a business. <laughs> but God is real, okay? So, yeah, you can make money on anything. Even Churches make huge money, like over $40 billion annually in the United States, tax-free. Mm-hmm. So, but, but, I mean, you know, hey, if that's their game, if that's their business, that's their profession, it, it is. But you got to see what it is. It is what it is. It's a business, okay? But God is real. Okay, the inside of you, 
the energy within you god is real the body is is not you know of god the body is is physical okay you get the body by the food you eat right you build that body whatever so so yeah eat good stuff right but but here's the thing right the law of attraction when when people talk about it they talk about it like it's some mystical thing and you do get divine help you really do okay and you can pray for divine help i do every morning and you can do your meditation okay you can do all that stuff and that will all help you as far as you know spiritually right that will help you okay but here's the thing right people dismiss themselves they dismiss their subconscious mind okay and and either that or they they don't learn or they don't they don't pursue learning about it or or whatever okay but it's very easy to change your paradigm it, it takes a little work i mean if you think if you think you know writing and and um and reciting things and and uh you know going over information like that is a chore then maybe maybe it's hard for you maybe that's difficult mhm but that is self discipline that's all that is and you got to tell yourself you know like when i came to the studio this morning to record this right i i was like okay look you you have to go you got to go right and jay told me well okay we have enough we have enough listens now now you can do the next podcast so i'm like okay so that's why it comes out on different days sometimes sometimes tuesday sometimes friday some you know um today wednesday right so different days depending on how many listens we have to get to so many thousand listens and then we do another one so but but anyway but the law of attraction thing right the subconscious you guys need to learn about that it's the same principle as when i talk about relationships and i tell you guys like like these guys these dudes right and it happened to me it it happened to me okay and it used to happen to me and then and i got thought well it'd be nice if i could control this situation right it would be nice if i walked in a club to meet a girl right and i had total control of the whole interaction i had total control of everything right up until you know that magic moment where you know yeah that happens <laughs> so i'm like it would be it would be great so what did i do i started studying females i started studying you know okay what what attracts females and what repels females okay and and you have to learn these things see the guys you know they they go out they meet somebody it leads to a date and then it leads to more dates and pretty soon they're going together pretty soon they they get married they have kids and what and then you know down the road when things start failing when things start getting monotonous when they're not doing the work when they're not putting in the time when they're not doing all these things and they're wondering why she's sleeping with the guy down the street right and and they're wondering like okay why why is this going on it's because they didn't learn about females in the beginning right now when you you know if you're going to get married okay um there's there's nothing if you're a man there's nothing in it for mar- for marriage for you if you're a man if you're a female okay there's 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 could there could be a lot in in a marriage for you uh especially if something goes wrong okay they're, they're called assets okay but but i'm just saying right why not learn first learn about the female mind learn about the female brain learn how they're engineered learn how they're hardwired okay and ladies you too okay learn about the guys learn about how the you know left reptilian logic brain works and and how to you know women have this natural knack of figuring men out like within the first 2 months she'll have a schematic okay so my point is this is not a relationship podcast today right but my point is to learn 
okay education education is is key it's key to understand a lot of men don't understand what they're doing wrong in the relationship because they're they're focused on providing for the household they're focused on providing for their female their wife the girlfriend whatever okay um they're focused on that okay like i know some guys that have multi-million dollar companies they're focused on their wife their family and their girlfriends and they got a couple of them i mean you know so i mean but before you get to the stage where things get critical right you gotta learn okay so so you young guys and that's why i say i I, i'm aiming this podcast at you 23 year olds that tune in okay because you guys need to go learn about girls and if you're a 23-year-old female, because our percentage just went up, our female percentage just just jumped, okay? If if you're that girl, go learn about men. Go get books about and I, I don't mean I don't mean go online and get a dating coach or whatever. That, okay, don't do that. Men, the worst thing you could ever do is go online and follow a female who's telling you that she's gonna teach you how to communicate with girls. No, don't do that. Do not do that. Okay, go to Amazon Books and start researching. Okay, I would say go to the library, but nobody does that. Okay, I I, I was showing my friend. Uh, I have dinner once a month with with a very wealthy friend of mine, and we sit around and you know commiserate, right? And and he has um, this extensive library, and he brings me books like his old books. He goes through books like so quickly, so he always has a bunch of books. He brings me his hard copy, so I took out my phone. And I showed him, like, you know, my library. And my library is, like, <laughs> extensive, okay? But it's all in my phone, okay? There's audiobooks, there's regular books, there's PDFs, there's all kinds of stuff. But, but they're all in my phone. So now everybody carries their library in their phone, right? So it's not on the wall anymore. I told him, I said, well, we, you know, I got this, this brand new house, right? And we don't have bookshelves on any of the walls. It's, it's a modern house. It, there's none of that. There's no bookshelves. <laughs> so the bookshelf is in my phone, right? So uh, so we, we had a little laugh about that. But but seriously, go on Amazon Books, okay? Or or uh, audible.com and start researching, okay? Look into female nature. Look into females. Look into bio- biological traits of females. Uh, and, and women, same thing for men, okay? Biological traits, thinking patterns, thought patterns, all of these things. Okay, traits of, of men and what they do. Because before you guys go into a relationship, you guys should have control. Okay, now, did I learn how to control females? No, no, no. I learned how to control myself around females in such a way that I became irresistible to the female. Okay, and yeah, I said irresistible. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you, you can do it too. Women are not visual. Okay, you see some really ugly dudes out there, right? You see ugly dudes out there and they got this 10. They, they're walking around with a dime, right? And they're ugly. They're, they're dog, doggies, yard bone ugly, okay? Okay, that's the comedy part of the podcast. All right. So anyway, but yeah, but you see that because women aren't visual. Men, on the other hand, are visual, okay? We can't stand to be... <laughs> well, okay, I'm not going to go there. But but yeah, we, there's certain things that we can't stand to look at, okay? Especially if we're looking down at it. You know, you know what I'm saying? All right, all right, never mind. So, so it has to be nice and dark. <laughs> it has to be a dark room is what I'm saying. All right, enough comedy. But go out and learn. Go out and learn, okay? Uh, and, and you really need to learn about who you're dealing with. 
okay now if it's a if it's a girl go study females if it's a guy go study males if it's a situation or let's say an organization or a business go study that the art of war by sun tzu is a very good book go check that out go learn that it'll teach you strategy life is all about strategy it's all about strategy making strategic moves rather than 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 wasting time and energy and and uh, yeah a lot of energy right um, you don't have to spend as much energy to make money if you learn about money first if you learn about how to make money if you learn about what makes money if you learn about what to do with money or what money is in the united states money's nothing money's an energy that's all it is it's just energy and if you learn how to manipulate energy okay and it and it starts with your voice because because that's your you know it, it your voice and your heart is the energy that drives okay your your voice can elevate your vibration your heart chakra is is the strongest vibration that comes out of your body you know when i was younger i thought oh it was my brain <laughs> you know because i was big into thinking i was always thinking i was always thinking about stuff right and and that's my adhd right but i was always thinking but no it, it was it's the heart chakra it's your heart that produces the biggest vibration in your body you know just this morning i put up a i put up a video on um on on auras okay so that's the light emissions from your body and um they have this they have these machines that can measure it and they measure your aura and it can be done on animals you can see it you could do a dog uh it, it has a dog on there i mean you, you you know you can see the whole thing and uh, it's amazing so there's so much more to life than meets the eye okay and there's so much more that that you need to learn about uh amongst the things that you do daily okay uh some people have very high paying jobs scientists lawyers uh, uh oh i can i one of my clients is a vice president of a bank okay um a very prominent bank no names though you know and especially not corporate entities right we don't want to say but i'm just saying like but these people right they're they know their job they know what they need to know to be really uber successful in their job okay when it comes to relationships when it comes to other things they need to learn right and and part of that they you know so they hire a coach right here you go <laughs> great hey junior can you can you um yeah how do you do this or how, how does this work how does that work and and that's what a life coach is now there's there's a there's several different types of life coaching i do executive life coaching i help executives okay um and there's i mean you know there's there's relationships and and all of these things involved in that because they need to learn that because because a lot of these guys you know uh, i this happens so many times like the guy who's making 300,000 a year okay 500,000 a year and his family is just going to crap because there's no balance because he doesn't know what to do because what he knows how to do is bringing him the 500,000 a year you see so it's not you know it's not hating against people that make a lot of money that's it's not that there's some guys who make uh, i don't know 40 50,000 dollars a year or something whatever right that 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 are destroying their families so it doesn't matter it's not about how much money you make money is not the 
the ish, okay? Uh, money is a thing. It's not the thing, okay? But balance is, is the thing. You need to balance. You need to balance your home life with work life. You know, my, my life is balanced because I force myself. I'm like, okay, when we get to mouse down, right? It, in the in the late mornings, I get to mouse down because there's there's an early morning mouse down, there's a mid morning mouse down, right? And then I get to late mornings, right? And then it's like, all right, everything down, shut down, okay? And I get in the car and we go for a ride, we go to lunch, we go to we do something to get out of the house, to you know. So mostly, I'm I'm in the house. Okay, I mean, you know, I, I praise God, I praise God for the house, right? A lot of people don't have houses. I mean, you know, so the the point I'm making is, yeah, you have to balance. So so I work so many hours and then I go, yeah, you know what? We need some recreation. We need to take a break, you know, whatever. In business, you always say we, right? Okay, I, I need to take a break. Whenever you say that, people go, oh, okay, he's talking about himself again. But, but yeah, um, that needs to happen the balance if you're working too much and you know when you're working too much because you start to feel it okay when you start to feel it trust your instincts stop okay stop and go do something else go relax go take a break uh take a nap go go for a walk go down to the gym you know punch the bag do do whatever you got to do okay but that's your signal now a lot of people don't listen to their intuition Okay, so your intuition is that intuitive feeling that you get. When you start get, if you listen to that more, okay, it will help you. It will serve you. Your intuition can serve you if you listen, right? Because you know when you get to that point when you just have, you know, this this is this is a good one. When when you're drinking, okay, and you have those those of you that are drinkers, right? And and you know that if you drink one more drink, you're gonna get a hangover. You know. You already know. That's your intuition telling you, right? But you go for it anyway, right? Because you go, ah, whatever, you know? And you do it, okay? And then you end up with a hangover. What do you do the next morning? You go, I knew I shouldn't have drank that last beer or whatever it was, right? Okay, that last glass of wine, yeah, that put me over. I knew I shouldn't have done it. Because you do know. Because you have intuition. So listen to your intuition. So the law of attraction, okay, in a nutshell... Okay, the, the, the key to this thing is to be able to control it, to be able to work it in your favor and not become a victim of circumstance. If your life is, a, is like circumstantial, right? That means you're, you're just waiting around for something bad to happen and boom, when it happens, you're like, oh, you know, okay. And then you get into victim mentality, okay? But if you can control it, if you, you know, I already know where things are going when I do something. You know, I already know. I know if something's going to turn out good. I know if something's going to turn out bad because I have a memory. The things, so, so put it this way. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Okay. And this, this can be anything. This can be working with the same group of individuals. You're going to get that same result you got last time. Okay. But here's the, here's your big fat, but, but. If you really like it, right? Or if you really like doing what you're doing with those individuals or whatever, that kind of thing, then go for it. Go do it again. Okay? But 
<clears throat> at least in the, you know my mom my mom did that recently to me she goes why you didn't learn last time because I, I you know I went back and and worked with these guys um, that I worked with before right but but I did it for me I did it to be happy I did it to joke around to go do my thing so what I'm saying is you know but I, I knew how it was going to turn out I knew exactly it was predictable it, and and it was predictable based on past experience it was predictable based on past evidence okay now if you have let's say let's say you work in a i don't know you work in a a pharmacy okay and you have this crappy boss right and he drives you crazy and you got you got drama you go home stressful every day all right then you leave the pharmacy and you you go to work for maybe a hospital pharmacy and you have a good experience all right but let's say there was something at that other pharmacy that was good that you don't get at the hospital and you really want to experience that. Okay. Now you have to, you have to weigh this out. Do I want to go back and work for that same a-hole guy, right? The, the, the pharmacy boss deal, right? Do I want to go back and take the bad part of that just so I can get the good part of that? If the answer is yes, then go. Because you know what? The second time around, right? The second time you go in, you already know what's coming. So you can defend yourself from it. You can protect yourself from it. In other words, what I'm saying is you're not going to be gullible because you have experience with it. Okay. Now, if you want to endure that kind of stuff, go. Go do it. Okay. If you're good at handling, uh, I want to say, people or circumstances or whatever, then then yeah, because you got to do your studies. Right. You got to do your study so you know when you're being led. So, you know, when you're not. So, you know, when to laugh at something or when you know to take something serious. Okay, because here, here's the thing about being serious about stuff. It'll lead to serious circumstances. This is all law of attraction. Right. If you take life lightly, if you if you don't take life too serious, the circumstances you get will not be serious. And this is why when you have somebody pursuing, you know, the corporate entity kind of thing, someone's building a corporation. I have a lot of friends that have corporations. And, and when you're doing that and you're going right, I, this one friend of mine, um, he, he was building his business. It's, it's one of a kind in Hawaii. And he was building this business. It almost killed him. And I mean, physically, like almost killed him. Right. But he got through it. And he did his meditation. He did he did so many things that got him through it, right? Affirmations, meditation, the whole thing, the, the mental game. Because it is a mental game. That's all it is, right? And he got through it. And now he cruises, you know? And, and in business, uh, well, there, there's there's several terms for that, you know? But but one is, is the hero's journey. They call it the hero's journey. Because at a certain point in the hero's journey, it seems like everything is, is just going to ashes, right? And then the phoenix rises up from the ashes. And that's your result. That's your final destination. That's the, that's the, the goal. Okay, that represents the goal. And when the phoenix rises from the ashes, you know, it took me years and years and years to work towards my phoenix rising. But when it rose, it went straight through the ceiling. Okay, and it, and it, and it did that with several things, not just one thing. I had multiple careers and it helped everything. It, it helps everything because it's your frame of mind. It's your mindset. Mindset is everything. And that's why I keep telling you guys, you know, the law of attraction is a mindset. Yes, it's a positive mindset, but 
on the other hand, a lot could see because a lot of people look at this as being insurmountable. Okay, it's not. Okay, all you got to do is 51%. Hawaiians, that's it, 1%. So the question is can you do 51% positive? Because you pull it over and now you have the majority just by that 1%. So right now, if you're running like 40%, maybe 40%, if you're running 40% positive, can you can you stretch it over the line? Can you get to can you you get to that fifty one percent? If the answer is yes, then go for it, do it. Okay. If the answer is I don't know, then try. It's not that hard, but it takes some self discipline. That's the only thing. So in the next podcast, we might get into self discipline. Okay, because self discipline is the cornerstone, not only of the law of attraction but of anything. Okay. You have to be willing to say no to things, especially yourself. Okay. So if, if you want to, you know, oh man, surf's up. I want to, I want to go surfing over here in Hawaii. People surf all the time, right? Oh, I want to go surfing. Yeah. Surf's up. You have to be able to tell yourself, no, <laughs> you got to say no, right? Or you got to say stop. Stop is a very good word because we've been conditioned from little kid, uh, little kid days, right? So say stop to yourself to stop yourself from that thought and and then regroup and then, you know, or, or go take a nap or get in the car, go for a ride, go do something and then come back. OK, but you have to have that self-discipline. If you have no self-discipline, you're going to get addicted to things. If you have no self-discipline, you, you will not be able to stay on track for like anything. And that will lead to derailment instead of success. That will lead to chaos instead of order. That will lead to destruction. Okay. So, so just remember that because, you know, I, I know, I know people. Okay. I, I was with people back in my twenties. Okay. That when I look around for them now, they're not here. They're, they're nowhere around. Not because they're bad or, you know, whatever. I'm just on a different wavelength and I'm on the same island and I don't see them. Right. And then I, you know, there, and there, there's some people that I see and some people that, you know, well, maybe I don't see them, but I know where they are and they're doing the same thing and they're stuck. Um, I'm not suggesting that you need to do something different. OK, you can do the same thing your whole life. OK, I'm just not that kind of person, you know, like like uh, I always say, right, you, you work for 60 years or whatever it is. Then you get your gold watch and, and what we call in Hawaii a mahalo party. <laughs> and then, and I, you know, and then you then you hit the cruises for a few years and then you die. And I'm just not that kind of guy because in my life, Hawaiians, I got, oh, sorry, Hawaiians, I got to go. No, in my life, Hawaiians, I, I got to do different stuff or I will be bored. Mahalo to our sponsors, Brother Randy, Sister Jerry, Island Club and Spa in Kaka'ako. If you're ever in Honolulu on the island of Oahu, check them out. Yep. Also, Voice Master Enterprises, family of service companies at AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Darren Chinen. Yeah, brother Darren. Brother Darren. Until next time, I'm Junior Kekuama Junior saying mahalo and aloha.